G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's come back to what many describe as the most serious issue, a threat to Australian freedoms that will happen this year and perhaps has ever happened. The Victorian government, Lower House, passed laws late last year to outlaw the so-called practice of conversion therapy. Now into 2021, the Upper House in Victoria is expected to debate and quickly vote on the bill. It could be as early as next Tuesday, the 2nd of February. The bill is called the Change or Suppression Conversion Practices Prohibition Bill 2020 that will cancel parents' rights to teach their children their beliefs in the home and through their school of choice. It'll mean that parents, pastors and counsellors will face hefty fines and as long as 10 years in jail for simply leading a prayer or making a referral for help to someone with unwanted same-sex attraction. It criminalises the Christian practice of prayer and pastoral support for families. Well, Professor John Whitehall has been opposing the so-called conversion legislation. He's Professor of Paediatrics with a 50-year career both here in Australia and across a number of developing countries. Professor John Whitehall, welcome along to 2020. Thank you. John, most people can't believe this is happening in Australia, in Victoria. What are your feelings about the likelihood of a vote early next week? Oh, I think it's coming. If it's not next week, it'll be the week after. It's definitely coming. It's already been passed in the lower house. And and I can't I couldn't believe the words when I read it as to what they want to do. Essentially as far as children are concerned, what they want to do is implant the doctrine of gender fluidity uh, by weight of criminalization. In other words, this doctrine that there's no such thing as a boy or a girl, and you can move uh, back and forth, but you can't come back to the chromosomes with which you were born. That's what's called conversion therapy, converting a child back to where they came from. Now, uh, the, 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 the fines and things are, are draconian, hundreds of thousands of dollars, and 10 years in jail if a paediatrician, for example, uh, was presented with a child confused out of gender. If that person uh, decided, well, we'll look into this, what, what caused the child to be confused, we know, everyone knows, that the majority of these children have got comorbid mental disorders, including 20 or even a 30% chance of autism. We know that they are disturbed children. We know that most of them come from disturbed and broken families. But if we sit back and look into that as to cause and uh, why they're confused over their gender as a symptom of inner stress, then criminalization, 10 years in jail. Unless what's the alternative, the mandated alternative and this will be enforced on everybody, you must send that child to a gender specialty clinic. Well, what's that? 
these are clinics that say, okay, you're confused about a boy or a girl. Yeah, well, let's go ahead with it. You think you're a boy, you're really a girl? Fine, we'll accept it. And we will uh, affirm you socially. When the time comes, we will give puberty blockers uh, to stop pregnancy. That's not pregnancy, stop puberty. Uh, but they also mess with their head, incidentally. They never mention that. We will give cross-sex hormones to bring about the external appearance of the new chosen uh, uh, gender identity, but they never talk about the effects on the head. Um, and if necessary, uh, we'll remove the breasts of girls who are embarrassed by them thinking they're likely to be a boy. This is the mandated under the criminal law. Uh, this is the only possibility that a doctor like myself... Um, could could entertain uh, without without criminalisation, but it's not just the doctor; it's the parents involved. You said it; it's the pastor who involves; it's the school teacher involves; it is anyone involved with that child who even and this is their word, not mine, induces the child to seek change. So, uh, if we were in Victoria, week after next, your Lord comes in. This program, by raising these things, discussing them openly, could be said to be inducing a child to cause, to bring about change, and therefore you and your radio station are committing a criminal act. This is unbelievable, startlingness type, uh, draconian, whatever adjective you want to use. Um, it is certainly uh, a serious situation, John, and uh, interestingly, as... Daniel Andrews, the Premier in Victoria, has appeared to here to just pitting himself squarely against parents, as you say, against the medical profession and against churches. And uh, this sort of law would prohibit harmful practices, not only in the healthcare setting, but in families and in churches. So no one will have any ability to be able to speak any sense into a situation where someone is coming for help. Uh, that's, a, that's a crazy situation, isn't it? Oh, exactly. I mean, this is a very direct challenge to the gospel message. What's that? That people can come and forgiveness is offered. Moreover, the possibility of change, of not being shackled by unwanted behaviour, is also there. We can't do this to ourselves. You know that. This is something that comes from above. But it is a fundamental part of the Christian doctrine that you can be changed. Your behavior does not need to uh, be inevitable or immutable is what they're saying. So they're saying in Victoria that if a person is uh, burdened by unwanted sexual preoccupation and behavior as part of their a part of their definition, that person wants to stop. This is his own reasons. He wants to see or she wants to stop this kind of behavior. It will become a criminal act, even if that person freely, with full information, with full intention, knowing all about it, seeks that help him or herself. It will be a criminal act. This is an enormous challenge to freedom of choice, Obviously, um, it's freedom of speech because we're not going to be able to talk about this. And, and it will be, as I'm getting back to the children business, freedom from medical experimentation, 
which we hammered this stuff out after the Second World War, freedom from medical experimentation. We, we learned a lot in the Second World War about that. Now, the whole business of transgendering a child is a medical experiment, not just me saying that. People are saying that around the world. The High Court in England just said a child cannot be expected to know whether they want to become girls or boys later on under the age of 16. That it's not just me saying that, um, but and are they going to become happier if you do give them the hormones? You do make them cross-sex people? You do remove these girls' breasts? Is it going to make them happier? There is no evidence for that. There is evidence in epidemiological studies that, in fact, the rate of suicide is 20 even higher times higher um, in those people who have undergone the full transgendering. And yet, this is all we're going to be able to do uh, if we want to remain out of jail. And, John, from what I understand, research from the organisation called CAUSE, who did a survey last year of ex-LGBT people in and outside of Australia, they found that, as you say now, suicides actually were down. Anxiety was down. Professional and religious counselling was extensively used. Uh, sexual orientation changed. I mean, it was a helpful thing, wasn't it? Uh, yes, that cause it it's various uh, put out that questionnaire in response to the one uh, which La Trobe University and is claimed to be a scientific thing by the Andrews government by the government in Queensland and the ACT this La Trobe study has got 15 respondents they put it out in the uh, in the network out there, have you ever been harmed by uh, so-called conversion therapy, which means the counselling we're talking about? Fifteen, one, five, only people responded to that, saying that we had been made, uh, in fact, more miserable. The last case, the 15, number 15, was unbelievable that it was happening in Australia, but they don't even say where it happened or when it happened or whatever. But allegedly, a teenage girl was abducted from her home by her father, taken to some institution where she was effectively tortured, put into bars with ice cubes floating around in them. And there was a man with a reverse collar, a top collar, who allegedly uh, read Bible verses over her to cure of her. When that didn't work, this report says, they put electrodes on her genitalia and zapped her in order to get her to change her mind. Now, this is a, that is a criminal act, and they ought to make that plain. Where did that happen? When did that happen? Because this is, you're not only just hiding kidnapping and torture, and so this is unbelievable stuff. They never sought to corroborate that, but the Andrews government said this is scientific study is the basis um, of, of why we are abolishing conversion therapy. Now, Ed Sperry has decided, well, why don't we do the same thing? Let's put it out there and ask, have you been helped by counselling? They got 15. He's got 78 already. And people there are testing that their anxiety has been resolved. Um, their depression has been resolved. Suicidal thoughts have been resolved um, and so forth. And whereas the initial Latrobe report was particularly anti-Christian. Almost every third or fourth page, there's a picture of a crucifix or a church. I mean, it's really straightforward, but they're getting out. No pictures of mosques, by the way, or just Christian churches. 
many of the people who did respond uh, have given Christian testimonies of the help that they received from above when they sought to uh, be relieved from unwanted uh, sexual behavior. Ed's report, four times as many people. Do anyone want to, do they recognize it in the government? No, of course not. They don't want to know this stuff. They don't want to know about it. And for listeners to our conversation today, uh, from what I understand, that report is available for listeners to look at at the freetochange.org website. And uh, there are a lot of resources there. And uh, when listeners go to it and they see that these are credible resources uh, that are uh, real research into this whole issue, those sorts of things are being ignored by the government. And so uh, that's the the issue here. How do you think, Professor John Whitehall, people ought to respond right now, given that this is coming to a vote in Victoria, is it too late to be in touch with MPs? What do you say that people should no, do? No, no, no. No, no, go, go to the MP and just say we're, 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 we're really worried about this and uh, we oppose it. Go to, the, go to them. They're the ones. And there's a combined, um, well, they call it like a, a group of various religious organisations, um, including the Muslims who've joined us in this, and we're saying that uh, we are very worried about this bill and we, we don't want it because it all the reasons we've talked about. Um, so it's time for a certain action. Let me just say this, that no, none of us, none of us are about imposing things on people. None of us are, are impo- want to oppose what is known historically as aversion therapy. In other words, hook this person up to elect light or whatever and zap the person this is all medieval sort of stuff we don't no one believes that but people are arguing i'm arguing that people have the right to choose and if you have a behavior it doesn't matter what it is if a sexual preoccupation or shoplifting or or whatever we have we ought to have the freedom of going to somebody responsible somebody mature and wise and saying look I'm behaving in a way it's upsetting me. Can you help me uh, stop doing this? That is what is going to become a criminal act with regard to sexual behaviour in Victoria. And moreover with a child, moreover with a child, these confused children, I don't know whether they're Arthur or Martha, what's going to happen to them? Um, Is they going to be forced onto this program of hormones, uh, cross-sex theory, removal of breasts, all that sort of stuff? Well, every parent, every grandparent should have alarm bells ringing right now. And it's not just for those in Victoria, but people all around Australia, because it's such a significant thing to criminalise the ministry of the Christian church, to criminalise the medical profession, to criminalise parents because they are concerned about their children. You can go to that website, freetochange.org. There'll be good information there, as Professor John Whitehall says. Contact your local MPs, especially Upper House MPs in Victoria. John Whitehall, no doubt there'll be other opportunities for us to talk. Who knows whether we'll be crossing any lines into the future. But I want to appreciate so much that you're not only standing up for churches, not only standing up for the medical profession and for parents, but you're also standing up for people in the LGBTIQ plus community who would come to a place where they need some help because they have some unwanted 
attractions. And uh, people might not recognise that, but honour to you for standing up for those who do seek change. Professor John Whitehall, thanks for joining us today on 2020. You're welcome. The way it's going, I hope we get cells next to each other in the in the jail down there in Melbourne. How go? How about that? <laughs> Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.